0: our social hour half hour podcast. This is episode six. John and Wendy talked to Janelle Rodriguez. I'm John
1: and this is Wendy. How are you, John?
0: I'm very very well. How are you?
1: I'm doing well tonight uh, President's Day weekend. so um, one of the benefits of working for a, a state entity is you get a long weekend.
0: Not working for a state entity in an organization that unfortunately does not recognize President's Day, I don't have that luxury. But, <laughs> but no, it's great, and, and that's pulling behind, pulling the curtain behind a little bit, giving you an idea yes. what we're recording here. But that's the magic of podcasting. So exactly, uh, I have to say I'm, I'm super excited about tonight's guest. Uh, had a chance to to talk uh, quite a bit with her online, and and spoke to her for just a few minutes before we we started tonight, and that that's excellent and. Wendy, I'm going to let you make the
1: introduction and we'll get going. Sure. Uh, I am so excited to welcome Janelle Rodriguez to our um our podcast tonight. It is, uh, I am so happy to call, count her as one of my good friends. Got to hang out with her at Sherm VLS uh, last November and just hit it off. So, um, another uh, social media friendship success story, I think. Um, but Janelle is a human resources consultant for a nationally recognized payroll and HR outsourcing provider. And she is the president for Sherm Affiliate Chapter, Staffing Management Association of South Florida. She has over 15 years of human resources experience in various industries, such as high-speed technology, power management, and payroll and HR outsourcing. Uh, She has a bachelor's degree in business administration from the University of Central Florida College of Business, uh, Go Knights, and holds both a PHR and SHRM-CP certification. Um, she's been a member of several HR organizations such as SHRM, SMA, HRABC, GMSHRM, um, and XYZ PDQ. Right? Um, she's entered her seventh year as a volunteer leader for SMA of South Florida and is serving her first full term as chapter president. Um, in her spare time, she travels, spends time with family, blogs, and mentors emerging professionals. So, uh, Janelle, welcome to the podcast. And our first question is always, what's in your glass?
2: Well, thank you so much, John and Wendy, for having me. These are exciting times. I've been anxiously awaiting all day to be a part of today's uh, chat. So for what's in my glass, um, unfortunately, it's not an alcoholic beverage. It's a Trader Joe's sparkling spring water in winter sangria. Uh, we're, we're keeping things light for a little while. Uh but uh, it's one of my favorites. I probably buy about twelve bottles at a time, so that's in my glass. <laughs> I'm
0: sorry. did you so. say winter sangria? yeah, <laughs> as opposed it's... to spring sangria What does it got <laughs> does it got like elder or
2: berries or something in it? What makes it winter? I'm not really sure, but um, that's what it says on the bottom. I guess uh, Trader Joe's changes out their flavors every season or quarter or whatnot. So ah. my favorite is the Island Colada, but I guess when summer went out, that went out too. So. Well,
0: Duly noted. I will I will keep an yes. eye out because, yeah, I've never heard of winter sangria. That, that sounds very tasty. Well, so Janelle, I've got to ask, uh, I obviously know a little bit about what you're doing now and, and and what you've done. But how how did you get into HR to begin with?
2: Oh, my. So I was attending UCF. I did the, you know, quintessential college student thing. I went and got an apartment, so I needed a full-time job. I was going to school part-time, and I worked for a cable installation provider in central Florida in Orlando, actually. And I was having a conversation with the HR manager at the time and she actually was a poli sci major and so we were talking about it and that's how she first introduced me to SHRM so I went right away got my student membership counted my pennies make sure I had the you know fifty dollars or whatever to to uh get my student membership and then you know I was looking to see if UCF had a graduation track for HR management and sure enough they did it's actually a bachelor of science in management in human resources I think it's how it's read and so from there I was like I could do this and <laughs> um, one month after graduation, I actually was promoted for the company's HR uh, director positions. I was the only HR person. I had like 385 employees in 10 different states, uh, fresh out of college.
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Exciting. So- so, you, you know, we know that you work in, we won't mention your employer, but we know you work in a consultant slash provider type role um, for a variety of different organizations. So tell us about working on that side of um, the HR, the HR world.
2: So working
1: uh, as a consultant
2: for clients is interesting because you know, you get to you get to be more on the business side of the house versus in the employee side. So, as you know, HR professionals, you know, we have that delicate balance of supporting the organization, supporting the employees. And so, you know, while I'm not directly impacting the employees, I am consciously making an effort to uh, consult with my clients and educate them, always from a conservative approach. You know kind of uncovering the the exposure and the liability and trying to help them mitigate that. But I can't say that every day, every day is different. I work (laughs) with clients that, um, you know, are in various industries. I have some clients that have two and three employees, and then I have other clients that have 300 employees. Some have clients locally and some have clients in other States. And I even work with business owners that manage their business from another country, but their location is here in the U S. And so, um, I've spent a lot of time working with Skype for Business and WebEx i'm a webex work, so but it is it is very interesting and and sometimes you know i cover the basics with them and you know what it's like to do business in the u.s and these are the laws and this is the minimum wage in the state of florida so on and so forth and then other times you know i have conversations about harassment and you know how come a manager didn't conduct an investigation when an employee reported a scenario that now you're investigating but could have taken place you know took place months ago Mm -hmm. and so uh, while some days the conversations are the same there are other days where it's like you know what let me do some research and get back to you on that. <laughs> you know and then you know so that's where I'm, I'm consulting with my peers and other HR consultants and running by the scenarios and what do you think about this and what do you think about that and and uh, you know I have a, a great team of uh, virtual HR consultants so you know occasionally we'll, we'll share scenarios and, and some of them are funny uh, some of them are not so funny, um, <laughs> you know. Like you just want to face palm because <laughs> you just can't believe that. Just you just heard that or that just happened. Mm-hmm. But it's it's very interesting. I I like it. I do, however, miss occasionally having that in, that direct employee impact. <laughs>
0: sure. So I'm curious, Janelle, because you mentioned it, it's it's interesting. You mentioned not. Uh, a really, really broad swipe of the brush when it came to employee count and types of business and and even owners being here there here there and yawn but I'm curious do you tend to see trends or similarities among those customers with the issues they face or you know are you starting you've been in this role for some time have you seen trends or things that uh, that everybody's uh, seeing regardless of where they are or who they are?
2: You know, it's a great question because I'm able to separate which clients where they're located by the what's important to them like what their question is about. So, I find that a lot of my clients located in like in Texas, for example, their focus is very comprehensive when it comes to HR. So, they're asking very Intricate questions, you know, they've already had some experience, things have already transpired, and now they're ready for the next step. And then I find clients maybe located in Florida or actually not even located in Florida. My clients outside of the United States that are conducting business elsewhere, but their location is here, um, They their focus is more, well, how do we do it in the U.S.? Because in here in the UK, you know, we can ask these questions or in Panama, you know, we do things differently or in Peru, this is how it's Mm -hmm. done. How do you do it in Miami or how do you, you know, how is this done in Florida or the United States? So, um, I, find that it can't be contingent upon location and then of course when you have scenarios like the new tax tables everybody was waiting with bated breath when the new tax tables were released and thankfully my organization we implemented it right away but um, you know a lot of my clients were emailing us with questions and so we had resources prepared for them Uh, and and, you know it really depends on what's I guess transpiring in, in the employment law climate or the political arena because that's depending on what the client or their business owner focuses on, uh, that's going to that's gonna drive what their questions or their, um, you know, their next movement, I guess, if you will. And then, of course, we've got an annual enrollment, so that usually takes place at the end of the year, so that's everybody has the same question then. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet they do. <laughs> so, oh. but I, it's continued, I think, also, too, on the time of year, so we also get a lot of W-2 questions and tax filing questions, you know, in the beginning of the year.
1: So, wow! Like you said
0: never, never a dull day, or never the same.
1: Correct. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, I, 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 just think it's fascinating. You know, I've, I've never worked it for a company that even. Well, I, I worked for an airline, so that's different. But I didn't really do HR for them. But since I've been in HR, just doing you know one location, not even um, a different state. So I think that's just fascinating to um, learn what's going on around the world. That's awesome. It is.
2: It is very interesting, and, and it's also a really good refresher too, because you know you get so accustomed to uh, working with seasoned clients or seasoned you know business owners that are familiar with how things are done here. So that when you get a client that's coming from another country, uh, trying to set up business operations here, they need a whole lot more, and it's mm-hmm. not just HR. So you know sometimes it means having that decision maker meeting with their accountant or their finance professional or their attorney because you know they're setting up shop and they're. Making making sure that they have certain things in order outside of HR, but they want to sure. buy in HR because they want to incorporate it and, and HR definitely has a, a focus. It's definitely at the forefront in that regard. So
1: Very cool. So we'll talk a little bit more about you giving back to HR a little bit later. But so it, John and I were talking a little bit how it's fascinating that you're in Involved with a very specific Sherm group like SMA, so tell us a little bit about how you got involved with that, and um, you know, are your members dealing with some of the same issues across the board that other Sherm chapters are? So, that is another great question. Thank you for asking.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, my involvement with SMA South Florida started a couple years after I had returned to the South Florida area. Um, I had moved out of state after school and stuff. And so, I'd come back and I uh, needed to build my network I wanted to know more HR professionals I, I didn't want to just be I didn't want to contain myself just in in you know my workspace with my colleagues which they're amazing but I I wanted something a lot more and I saw a posting in linkedin it was a call for nominations and they had a variety of positions that had been made available so basically half the board was had maxed out on their time and so yeah. i had interviewed um, who with the part my president at the time is now the president of another uh, local association but i interviewed with this lady and and she picked me as a secretary so i was super excited i had no idea what was getting myself into but um, <laughs> i enjoyed the time that i spent and i really got to learn what it meant to be part of a volunteer organization because you do, you know, as you know, dedicate a lot of your free time to that. And as a result, I developed really great friendships with the people on the board. And it was so nice to connect with so many other people. And, you know, as big as South Florida may be, uh, there's, a you know, millions of people here. It is a small HR community. So we run into the same people a lot. And so those are people that I've been able to reach out to, have reached out to me, and I feel it has been rather impactful. And so... Uh, being able to to remain on the board has allowed me to continue to nurture those relationships over the years and mm-hmm. it's nice to, to come across those people and watch them evolve in their own careers as well whether they change positions or they've changed positions on their board and uh, you know being able to catch up and share stories has been super beneficial and, and those are those same people that you know when my little chapter needs help i call them because they either were on the board or they're on a board of a bigger <laughs> chapter and they, you know they they can offer some guidance so so it's, it's interesting
1: volunteer, awesome. be, volunteer leadership. It's a, it's a yes. unique ball of wax. <laughs> it is. It oh, is. definitely. Definitely. Uh, well, so Janelle now is, uh, the time for everyone's favorite part of our show. Um, there are half hour question connection. Uh, these are questions that everyone gets. Um, so our first question is, do you remember how you first connected with us? You know, I spent some time thinking about this,
2: and I feel like I met both you and John on separate platforms. I remember being connected with John, like, first on LinkedIn. Maybe we were already connected on Twitter. I'm not sure. But uh, I remember connecting with you on Twitter, and I think it was because of Callie Marinelli. And I saw some posts, and, you know, there was some exchange, and I was like, well, I need to follow her. Hold on. What's going on here? And I've (laughs) only had Twitter for, like, maybe, you know, three years, and I was really trying of, you know, hone in on people that I should connect with, and and really you know that had a, a, a Twitter presence that I could learn from. So I remember connecting with you, and then I, I distinctly remember connecting with John on LinkedIn. Um, I, I'm not sure when on Twitter, but it definitely some time ago. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's been that's
0: alright. I, I you know I get that a lot. I get that blurs a lot. together. <laughs> so I guess yeah. Janelle, talk to us a little bit about from a networking perspective. How's it helped you in your career and what's been a a really effective uh, way or or tool for you when it comes to networking?
2: So I think networking is amazing. And I know that there's a lot of controversy. There are people that say that networking doesn't work for them. I think it's wonderful. I think it's the opportunity to step outside your comfort zone, especially for those uh, individuals that are maybe shy or, you know, maybe not as extroverted. Uh, I think it's a great way to meet individuals. But I also think it's all in how you approach it. Um, I'm often approached with a need. Someone is looking for a job or they think I do HR for my organization, which I don't, or you know, my chapter name has a very specific name. And so um, you know, it's, it's kind of like that puppy dog, like I need help thing. And so sometimes that's not always the most welcoming, but um, I, I love it. I go to networking events all the time. As a matter of fact, I just recently attend a LinkedIn local event here in Fort Lauderdale in the greater Fort Lauderdale area. And I met people i had never seen before. Well, okay, so two people I already knew, but everybody else I didn't know. And I just thought that was awesome. And I think it's helped me tremendously because, you know, it's that sense of having a community that you're like your own community that you've nurtured and being able to make connections or connect other people. So I've, I've, I'm have I've proud to say that as a result of, you know, the networking the connections that I've made, people have come to me and say, hey, listen, I have a position that needs to be filled. And I'm like, gosh, you know what? I may know someone. Hold on a second let me get you that resume and lo and behold they've gotten the job and it was like an amazing job which it doesn't happen all the time but um just being able to do that because i know that i've made the connections is gratifying for me so i think it's i'm not going into it with i need something i'm going into it with you know an open mind meeting someone maybe exchanging a business card and
1: then if they need help then you know maybe one day i can be of service to them That's awesome. I love love that. And that kind of really dovetails into our next question on how do you enjoy giving back to the HR community? So giving back to the HR community,
2: um, here in South Florida, I feel like even though we have three really big chapters, mine mine is small and I own the smallness, but uh, we have three really big chapters here and I'm still finding that a lot of people are not... Uh, of aware that we have these resources, and so I try to get back to the community by um, making them aware. So even my colleagues who are HR professionals, and they're scattered all throughout the state of Florida, and Texas, and Louisiana. So I try to encourage them, you know, to become educated. Look, go to the SHRM chapter locator and see if there's a, a chapter nearby that might be of interest of you. Ask to go to a free meeting, and, and you know, it's not a plug for SHRM. It's just, but it, it is a way. You know, it's, it's a household name, right? So Everybody knows it and or wants to be a part of it or has come across it in some way. So sometimes it's an opportunity to pique interest, even if it's not my own chapter, you know, depending on, you know, what their needs are. But, you know, volunteer leadership, I've I've donated six and a half years to it. I'm I'm, you know, starting my seventh year, and, um, you know, we plan events, and we try to curate educational programs for our audience, and we do have a specific audience, but we also try to tap into the HR professionals as well, because we are an affiliate of SHRM and a credit provider, so that's another way to keep us, you know, keep our membership and our network open, but Uh, I also do mentoring, so occasionally I'll get someone on LinkedIn that is an emerging professional or they're changing careers and they want to get into HR, and I'll carve out some time to chat with them and just offer them whatever information I can or resources and see how I can help them, you know, be successful in their career.
1: Awesome. And I I also
2: blog on occasion, but, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I chat with all these other people that are in the community, but the, you know, oh. that's what I can see here locally and you know, so I just last night somebody sent me a message on LinkedIn that's connected to someone else that I know and they were like, Oh, I'm going to school for HR, you know, do you you know, do you have some time to chat with me? So I sent them a link. I'm like, sure, here's my calendar, go pick a <laughs> date and a time and we'll chat, you know. So again, I do find it very gratifying and I didn't have that coming up in my career, so I'm very um uh, i'm I'm very diligent about making sure that I, I give back in that capacity. I think it's really important
1: awesome
0: know who do you like to read or follow when it comes to h uh, r insights who who's out there that uh got got to read the blog or books or whatever they
2: may be doing? I find that I'm doing so much reading these days <laughs> um I like to read a lot of articles that come my way. So I subscribe to Smart Brief and that comes to my work email. So I get workplace legislation and uh, a leadership. Uh, They have different areas that you can select from. It's a free resource. Uh, I also like to read some of the stuff from Fisher Phillips and Fort Harrison that comes to my inbox as well. So that helps keep me abreast in the employment law capacity. As far as books, I'm currently reading Kelly's new book, Driving (laughs) My Tires. Uh, I'm still reading Work Rules by Laszlo Bach. Uh, That is a very (laughs) thick book. And um, I had to take a break from that one, but that book has traveled miles with me. And I have a couple books on the dock, on the docket waiting to be read, but I'm a a material reader. I like articles and and brief readings and uh, whatever, blogs. Definitely. The long blocks, they kill me, though, because I don't have that kind of attention. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I picked one the other day to read and I was like, OK, I'm going to have to save that for another day. <laughs> Anything back. that I can read quickly from my phone, you know, is great. Right. But if it was going to take like a half hour or something, I don't know. That wasn't going to work for me. <laughs> I, I've got to be in the mood for that. But um, sure. I, I got to say that. I mean, I try to read almost everything that comes my way, which is very challenging to do, especially from a retention standpoint. Um, But I like articles that come from uh, Forbes or what is it, TLNT, TNLT, I'm not sure the acronym, but um, yeah, I find interesting articles on Twitter and then I email them to myself so I can read them when I'm more comfortable and, uh, you know, in a quiet space where I can actually digest the material. So I read a lot of stuff. (laughs) <laughs>
1: awesome. Love it. Love it. Um, all right. So we always like to find out and getting some great answers here, but what's your favorite movie? Oh, my all-time favorite movie is Jaws. Jaws? Wow. Jaws. Oh, I love
2: Jaws. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> Hadn't gotten that one yet.
2: No. Nope. Oh, my goodness. I have it on my DVR. I've probably watched it like 50 times just on the DVR. My mom broke down and bought me the DVD. <laughs> what um, about you, the sequels? Um, The second one is good. After that, it's just they, they killed it. <laughs> killed anything where there the, was a the Robert Schneider. He, he mm-hmm. was amazing. And so was the crazy guy, uh, Quint. I forgot his real name. He died shortly after, I think, the oh, first movie sure. aired. So, uh, he start, obviously, he wasn't going to be in the second one in any capacity, <laughs> but uh, he met his fate there. But as, after the second one, that's it. It was over. They, they did.
0: I can't believe you didn't say 3D is good only because the shark's coming right out of the screen.
2: Oh, no. <laughs> I am not a, 3D, I'm not a 3D fan. I can't handle it. Fair enough. No, I'm well, not.
0: So, so <laughs> So, what about your favorite musician or band?
2: Oh, Dave Matthews Band, all day, oh. every day. <laughs> Great, band. Great band. Yes, I see them every single year. Uh, I probably, well, okay, well, since like maybe two thousand and six or seven, I'm not sure. Some years is off year, but they're they're my absolute favorite. I own every CD of theirs. I always buy a concert T-shirt when I go. I Have all this like DMB memorabilia. I'm, I'm a member of the warehouse.
1: They're my favorite. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, me. favorite TV show?
2: So my favorite TV show, and it's a tough choice, but I'm very loyal, is NCIS. The original NCIS with Mark Harmon. I um. love Mark Harmon. He's amazing. Yes. Uh, I remember him from summer school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, NCIS, yeah, yes, I got to say, I, I haven't been watching it, but I still have it recorded on my DVR, and I refuse to delete them until I watch them. <laughs> How long has
0: that show been on now, anyway?
2: Uh, 15 years, I think. Wow. Seriously, <laughs> holy yeah. cow. A
1: long time.
0: So, so wow. if you're not watching Jaws, listening to Dave Matthews, uh, checking out NCIS, what, what <laughs> else do you like to do, as I've said before, when you put away the HR things for the day? What do you like to do outside of work?
2: So, outside of work, uh, if I have the time, which, you know, with all these conferences, it's a little challenging, but if I have the time, I love to travel, whether domestically or internationally. I'm all about getting those stamps on my passport. Uh, But when I'm here, home, during the week, uh, over the weekends, uh, I'll spend time with my family and friends. Uh, I have family here. My mom and my stepdad live here in South Florida, a few miles away from me, and then I have family in Orlando and Tampa. And then, uh, you know, my group of girlfriends, we get together on a regular basis. So we either do wine night or we'll go to the movies, we'll go dancing, we'll do something. Uh, here in South Florida, you'd be hard-pressed not to ever go to the beach. As a matter of fact, we can go to the beach now while the rest of the country is thawing out. I <laughs> just thought I would rub that in a little bit. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> uh, I enjoy, like, attending uh, art and cultural events, museums. Uh, I was a big fan of the beer fest that come around they're usually around my birthday in october but right now that's on hold until maybe later this year or next so but i do like to go to the occasional beer fest
1: Mm. awesome (laughs) awesome
2: Um, that's that's about it (laughs)
1: okay you have time for anything else
2: Janelle come on yeah I I, I, um and you know those things are like little luxuries by the way because I feel like I come home and I could do board work every single night when I come home from work and when (laughs) I first became president that's what I was doing and I was talking to my DD I'm like I need a president-elect for 2019 this can't continue
1: yes (laughs) Oh, I hear you yeah um (laughs) All right. So our last question, if you weren't in HR, what do you think you'd be doing professionally?
2: If I wasn't in HR, I would be a photographer traveling the world, looking at everything through a camera lens. I love to take photos. I don't mind being in photos, but I love to take them. And I, I bought a really nice Nikon, which I don't have time to dedicate to learning how to use it, but I was going to <laughs> photo classes, you know, photography classes. I even paid for a class. Uh, this camera's a monster, which is why I bought it. But um, I have thousands of photos. I have separate hard drives for them. I, I'm all over Instagram with my photos. When I was taking a lot of them, now I just try and keep it to... Uh, Inspirational quotes, but I would totally be like one of those like travel photographers, and I don't know, taking obscure photos of landscape and (laughs) I don't know things like that. I love it. I love it.
0: Well, Janelle, you you have successfully survived the question connection and and the the podcast in general. So I want to congratulate you. being among those that have survived and, and really Yay! appreciate you Woo-hoo! taking part. And so th- this is your opportunity now, uh, to, to promote, to talk about, uh, where people can find you, how you'd like to be found, uh, when it comes to, to your work and what you're up to.
2: Awesome. Well, I'm, I'm glad to have survived. Uh, like I said, I've been, I was looking forward to it uh, ever since we scheduled the appointment. So thank you for having me. Uh, and people can find me on Twitter, uh, my Twitter handle is JanelleR1021. I know nothing fancy, but that's spelled J A N E L L E, the letter R, and the numbers 1021. I'm also on LinkedIn as well, so if anyone would like to send me a connection request, I'd be more than happy to uh, review and accept. And then, of course, I have a blog page. It's resilienthr.wordpress.com. Uh, I haven't moved up to my own domain uh, page yet. I feel like I need to write a little bit more before I jump on that grenade, but. <laughs> (laughs) Uh, you know, now being part of the Sherm bloggers team with some of my, uh, favorite esteemed HR professionals and friends, I'm going to have to certainly step up my game. So, uh, that's where you can find me and I'm more than happy to connect.
0: Great. And we will make sure that we include all, all that in the show notes so people don't have to write it as they're listening away. But, uh, Wendy, how can, how can our listeners find you?
1: Oh, as always, I love to connect with people on Twitter, uh, so that's going to be your best and quickest way to get me. It's uh, Wendell, W-Y-N-D-A-L-L, and then the number 9-3, um, and I'm happy to connect with everyone there. Um, you can also find me on my blog, which is mydailyjourney.com, daily is spelled D as in dog, A-I-L-E-Y, and as always, you can find find me on Twitter on the fourth Sunday of each month, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, in the HR Social Hour chat. So we hope you'll join us there e- uh, once a month, not each Sunday. Wow. Uh, <laughs> on the fourth Sunday of each month. Um, how about you, John? You
0: can always find me on Twitter. That's John, J-O-N, underscore Thurmond, T-H-U-R-M-O-N-D. Always happy to connect on LinkedIn. I would ask if you heard the podcast, and decided you'd like to connect after what you heard, uh, please send me a note. It always helps me to understand why you'd like to connect, and I'd appreciate that. If you have a question or a comment about the show or the monthly chat, send us an email. That's HRSocialHourPodcast at gmail.com. You can find uh, our group on Facebook. You search HR Social Hour. Appreciate we've had uh, quite a few folks uh, joining over the last few weeks, and uh, again, continue to look for more folks there. You can find the show at www.hrsocialhourpodcast.com. You'll also find us on Podbean, iTunes, Podchaser, and hrpodcasters.com. We'll add additional providers as we're able to throughout the year. And one thing I'd ask, uh, some people have reached out to me and said, Hey, John, the show is great. What can we do to help? The thing you can do right now is very, very simple. If you, especially on iTunes, give us a review. Give us five stars. Let everybody know how much you enjoy the show, what what, we, what it's meant to you, and how it's helping. And that will help us tremendously when it comes to uh, getting more visibility and, and being out there and just connecting even more and more people to, uh, to the HR Social Hour. So, uh, again, Janelle, appreciate being with us, and, and thanks again. So for the HR Social Hour Half Hour podcast, I'm John.
1: And I'm Wendy. And as always, be sure to connect.
0: Give back. And network.